Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM Life Changing Radio, WJMM. I'm so blessed and I'm so excited. Uh, you know what? I'm excited to be on the air every single day because I'm excited to live. I'm excited that I can wake up every day because the Lord wakes me up. I'm excited that I have life. I'm excited that I'm forgiven. I'm excited that I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm excited that I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I have the word of God in me. I'm excited that I'm still married to the most amazing woman in the world, Carolyn Reeser, and that by God's grace, next April 28th, I'll be married 40 years. Uh, and we're more in love with each other now than at any other point in our marriage. I'm I'm excited uh, today that I'm, I'm a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I get to to preach i get to encourage i get i get the opportunity to give out hope i used to be a dope dealer but now i'm a hope dealer and we've been talking about hope here on the encounter radio show and we've been talking about anchor to uh believe that god's love and power can restore hope and healing we've been talking about how to build your life on a foundation that will last faith hope and love and that really the, all life is is realizing that God loves us and loving him back the way he wants to be loved back, loving ourselves the way God wants us to love ourselves and loving others the way God wants us to love others and then living a life of faith because it's impossible to please God without faith. And that love and that faith, well, guess what? When, we, when, that, when that faith and that love produce trust where we trust God no matter what, Hope is the result. Great hope, not just little hope, but great hope. And we've been talking about how to find hope because everybody needs hope. And there are a lot of alternatives when people are in need of hope. There's always a choice. There's a bad choice. There's a good choice. And we've been talking about all the different ways through God's word, through the Holy Spirit, through our circumstances, through perseverance, through trials, that we can find hope. And I want to continue that today. And I want to tell you one of the most familiar scriptures where you can find hope because one of the points that I want to make to you to start off today's radio program is God's personal well-thought-out plan for you is filled with hope. It's found in Jeremiah, very familiar scripture, uh, verse 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I see a lot of Christians quoting that. But they never really go past verse 11 and look at verse 12, 13, and 14 to see, one, how to get that hope, and two, the promise of what God will do if we follow his instructions, which, by the way, is a great way to look to study scriptures where you can look for scriptures that start out with a statement followed by instructions for us to do in light of that statement followed by a promise of God that God will do if we follow those instructions. Did you catch that? Look for scriptures that make a statement followed by instructions for us in light of that statement followed by a promise of God of what God will do if we follow his instructions. So what's the statement? Well, the statement is I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. Now, most, again, most of us stop there. We don't, we don't look at verse 12 and 13, which gives us the direction, the instructions of what to do in light of that statement, tells us how to get that plan, followed by the promise, and here it is. Here's the instructions. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me. And I will listen to you 
and you will seek and find me when you seek me, because it's a different type of praying, when you seek and find me with all your heart. This is really, this is really hard praying here. This is, this is, he says, here's the instructions. I want you to call upon me. I want you to come to me. I want you to pray to me. I'm going to listen to you. But you will seek me, and you're going to find me if you do it with everything that you have, if you do it with all your heart. And then here comes the promise in verse 14. I'll be found by you, and I will bring you back from captivity. So if you're low on hope today, if you're low on your spiritual tank of God's peace today, and you need, you need some hope, this is a great way to get it. This is a, it says, and you need to be released from a prison. I don't know what it is, a prison in your mind, prison in your body, a prison in your finances, a prison in your relationship, prison in your addictions, a prison in your strongholds, a prison in, in, in your fear, whatever it is. The promise here is, one, understanding that God has a better plan for your life. Two is how to get that plan by seeking him, coming to him with everything that we have and praying to him. And then the promise is God will find us and God will bring us back out of that prison, out of, out of that captivity. Is that good news? That's great news. See, most of us, this is important. Most of us never realize that we're in a spiritual war where we battle not against flesh and blood, people, but against the rulers, the authorities, the powers of this dark world, against spiritual forces of evil. You see, the devil has a deliberate, willful plan against your life. He has a goal, to destroy your body, mind, or spirit, or all three. For, you see, for Satan knows the plans he has for you, plans to hurt you, plans to give you a hopeless future filled with suffering and torment. Then you won't call upon God and pray to God. Then you will never seek God with all your heart, and you will never be found by God, and you will stay in captivity. So I want to ask you today, on the Encounter Radio Show, which plan are you going to believe? Which plan are you going to live out? See, some choose neither of the plans. And by doing, and by doing that, they choose the enemy's plans. See, some choose Jeremiah 29-11, but they fail to live out the pathway to discover that plan in verses 12 through 14. Call, pray, seek him with all your heart. And the problem is that if you don't believe in the devil and his plans... You are living out the enemy's plans by default, by not choosing God's plan for your life. And then there are those who go all in with God and live out God's plans for them, following the Lord's instructions every step of the way, living the free life from captivity, and living a life filled with hope. I hope you choose that. But you have to go all in, because God went all in with you. And just follow, listen, it's a delight to follow the Lord's instructions. And sometimes they're not conventional. Sometimes God may tell you to do something really weird, like march around a building seven times like he did with Jericho. And on the seventh time, the seventh day, he told him to give a shout. And then the walls came down. That's weird instructions. But they did it. And because they did it and obeyed God to the T, guess what? The walls came tumbling down. Could it be that the walls of the enemy in your life are not tumbling down because you're not willing to do what God's telling you to do? You're not willing to make that phone call to go tell that person you're sorry? 
You're still living with bitterness and unforgiveness, which keeps you from speaking to the mountains in your life, which the Bible talks about in Mark when Jesus said, by faith, you can speak to a mountain. That mountain has to be removed. But when you stand praying, first forgive anyone that you're holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven can forgive your sins too. You see, whether you realize it or not, you're choosing someone's plan for your life. You're choosing either the devil's plan or God's plan. And each side always comes with instructions. And each side always comes with either a promise of blessing or a promise of destruction. So I want to ask you today, which plan are you going to choose? And next, hope. When it comes to hope, hope helps you to keep on keeping on. Hope helps you uh, when you don't have an ounce of strength left. To find strength, to get your second win. Like Isaiah talks about in Isaiah 49, 29-31. says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even the youth will grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I don't know about you. That's one of that. That's a scripture that speaks so much into my heart. My wife wrote me a card not long after I gave my life to Jesus, and she was so proud. She's she's my greatest encourager, and I'll never forget this card uh, that had that scripture. And she said, and she said, and she wrote in the card uh, how proud she was of me that I was trusting, and that. That, that I was looking for the Lord for strength and how he was renewing my strength as I continued to put my tr- faith and trust in him. And that meant so much to me. And I still tap into that strength when I'm weak. I still, you know, I'm 63 years old and I feel like I'm just getting started. I feel like I've got so, so many years uh, to offer the body of Christ and, and offer the world a lost, sick world apart from Jesus Christ to evangelize and lead people to Jesus. And I want to do both. I want to be the best evangelist that God's called me to be. And I want to be the best discipler that God's called me to be. And you should, and if you're a follower of Jesus, you should have a heart for both. If you're a pastor, you should have a heart for both. If you're a church, you should have a heart for both. And when you run out of energy, you know, what I've, you know what I've discovered? When I get tired, it's typically because I'm not doing what God wants me to do. Sometimes we get so busy thinking that we're doing the Lord's will, but did the Lord really ordain for us to do everything that we're doing in His name? So I know what I'm doing for the Lord. I know uh, when I preach on Friday nights, it's because the Lord ordained it. I know that when I started the encounter ministry, it was the Lord. So when I get tired, well, guess what? God gives me strength. God gives me power. Uh, and so, because I tap into a power source when I have nothing left and in my weakness, God's strength is made perfect. And that's why the next point I want to make about hope is that hope makes us confident in our faith. That's why the writer in Hebrews says, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. That's faith. See, I don't have to search for hope, but by faith, I know I have hope. And that's all that means. Next, trusting what Jesus did for me gives me a living hope. It's not just, there's a lot of different types of hope. 
but the best hope that you can have is a living hope. That's why Peter wrote in 1 Peter 1, 3, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Not a dead hope, not a wishful hope, not a hope you can hear me when I pray hope. I hope you can fix my situation hope. No, a living hope. A living hope. A living hope that is death-defying, grave-robbing, sin-demolishing, devil-stomping, raised from the dead hope with the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead hope and power that lives in you through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the type of hope that you have living inside of you. God is alive and so are you. And if you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you have resurrection power, which means you have all the hope that you'll ever need living inside of you. So, for those of you that tune into the Encounter Radio Show every day, I hope that what I say on this on the air gives you hope, encourages you, builds your faith up, helps you make the decision to go to the next level with Jesus and His Word, become the best disciple, the best evangelist, the best discipler you could ever be. I hope I challenge you to take your faith to the next level. I want you to email me at bill at the hope encounter dot org bill at the hope encounter dot org go to my website the hope dot org for more information i really need your support really need your prayers the holiday season is upon us there's a huge need for us to keep on doing what we do and we can't do it without your support i really appreciate that i cover your prayers uh, please let me know how i can pray for you by emailing me and again, don't forget, every Friday night at 1301 Brandon Road, there's a service at 630. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in.